0: Hey everyone, thanks for tuning into the Crypto Commission podcast. We are excited that you've chosen to spend a part of your day with us. Hopefully we have some fun here today. Our conversation is with Crypto Sky, and we really get into trading strategies today. Usually uh, things are kept kind of surface level. We get to know our our guests and we do that, but uh, Sky really sheds some light on his process, how he looks for certain trades that he may enter, uh, what it looks like as far as um, keeping emotion out of trades and how that struggle is a very real thing for, for all of us. But uh, if you're not already following Sky on Twitter, you can find him at the Crypto Sky. Definitely give him a follow. Uh, as you all probably know, he also produces a podcast, which is excellent. So I would encourage you to find that on the iTunes store and uh, subscribe to that podcast. Also, while you're there, you can find us by searching The Crypto Commission Podcast. Uh, subscribe. Leave us a rating and a comment. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Also, you can find us on Twitter at Let's Talk Coin. Uh, We'd love to engage with you there. Feel free to leave us your your feedback. Let us know who you'd like to hear on the show as we are always looking to provide great content for traders at every level. So uh, without further ado, guys, I'm going to kick this off. The conversation was great. We really enjoyed having Crypto Sky on and we know that he will add a ton of value to you. So uh, without further ado, episode five of the Crypto Commission podcast featuring Crypto's Guy.
1: Welcome to the Crypto Commission Podcast. Here are your hosts, Lambo Leo and the Bitcoin Broski.
0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Crypto Commission Podcast. I'm your co-host, the Bitcoin
2: Broski, here with my man, Lambo Leo. What's going on, guys? It's Lambo Leo here. Uh Today's guest, I'm pretty excited for. We got Crypto Sky
1: in the building. What? What? Sky. What's up, guys? Thanks for having me. Uh, I'm excited to do it. Awesome, dude. We're
0: happy to have you on the show, that's for sure. Um, even though you are younger than both of us, you have got some experience when it comes to podcasting. And I know Leo and I both really enjoy your show, uh, but we'd love to hear just kicking things off. How did you get started in crypto?
1: yeah so actually i was a member of a, another twitter community sneaker twitter i used to <laughs> uh, resell shoes and clothing supreme Jordan's zz's i actually started um, a business i actually started reselling in middle school so i've always kind of been um, a young entrepreneur i guess but um, i started my own business uh, junior year you know reselling shoes clothing made you know maybe a thousand two thousand dollars on you know some good months Um, And then one of my buddies uh, started trading crypto, who was, you know, obviously on sneaker Twitter, and he kind of got me into it. I've always been interested in markets, stock market mainly, um, you know, kind of followed it, never really invested. But um, I really liked crypto. The barrier of entry was, you know, a lot smaller. Obviously, you didn't have to have a a minimum amount to invest. There wasn't as much regulation. Um, So obviously, it was a little easier for me to kind of get into it um and he just kind of got me hooked and, and once i started kind of researching what was going on and and really dove into it um it, it really just captured me it's funny um you know i was telling people you know i'd be in you know english class or whatever and someone would be writing their essay you know to the right of me and i'll would, i'll would be uh researching shit coins so uh <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's awesome that's kind of how it all uh, all started and, and it's taken off since
0: there you go man that's awesome so uh when when was it that you got started? How long ago?
1: Yeah. So first exposure was probably October, December last year, you know, sometime in October, November, sometime around there. And I really started to take it seriously in January of this year. So uh, that's when I really, you know, got into it.
2: Nice. That's, it seems like that's a, that's a big, a lot of people seem to get in at that time you know, really big before the last run. And then, like you said, taking it serious at, in January. Can you explain that a little bit? Like how you got in before the bull run and then your decision to take it serious after that? What does that, what does that mean?
1: Yeah, so, you know, I kind of looked at it as an opportunity to reach financial freedom, you know, which is is my number one goal, you know, for the future of my life. You know, obviously um young, so, I, you know, I still have chances to reach that. Um, And I felt like crypto was the best gateway to do so. So, you know, after I kind of saw, you know, the price rise, I wasn't obviously heavily invested into it when, you know, we had that huge bullish trend um, late last year. So, you know, I kind of saw that and it really excited me. And not really just, you know, making money, but the actual future of the technology and what the space could actually accomplish. Um, And by taking it seriously, I mean spending hours researching uh, you know, coming home from you know basketball school and going straight to, you know, my desktop and just spending hours researching. You know, staying up late. Uh, you know, learning how to trade. You know, learning this, learning that. You know, learning how to research coins. I started a Twitter um, January or February, and it actually took a while to um, you know kind of pop off, which I think it, it does for a lot of people. Um, and and that's kind of when I discovered you know the podcasting and, and got into that. It's awesome, man. So. Uh,
0: you know, when you started to take things more seriously, treating it, treating it like a business, uh, what, uh, you know, if you could go back to then, what's a lesson that you learned or something you wish someone would have told you when you were getting started?
1: Yeah. So I was actually talking to someone this morning, um, encrypted apparel. I don't know if you guys are familiar with him. He's a good buddy of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were just kind of bouncing ideas off each other. And I told him the number one thing I've learned in you know the past six seven months is market cycles rules everything.
2: That's a huge one. Yeah. And can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, yeah. And it's something I told him. You know, I, I'm a big fundamental analysis guy. I really like researching the coins, the projects, the teams. You know, more investing, not so much day trading. Um, and something I, you know, when I first got in, I thought, well, if I pick the best coins, it's not going to go down as much because it's better than the rest. You know, I'm sure a lot of people have that a similar. Yeah, mindset. you
2: think, yeah, no, for sure,
1: exactly. And, and then you know, we hit that bearish market, um, and it's something I actually, it was, it was funny. I actually did not struggle. You know, the pat, the the first four or five months in the bearish market, I actually did really well. Um, I had a couple of masternodes take off. Um, a couple, you know, got got lucky or, you know, had a couple of positive trades. Um, and then just this past probably three weeks, you know, when Bitcoin kind of started to run a bit, um, you know, I've really kind of started to see some of the effects of a bearish market. And it's something I really kind of, it just kind of hit me like market cycles, rules, like even if it's a good coin, even if long-term you think it's a good buy, if the market's in a bearish trend, that coin's going to go down. There's, there's just really nothing you can do about it.
2: And you're trading against the market, right? So we're you know closer to the bottom than we are at the top of this market cycle, and right now it seems like everybody wants to enter their positions, right? Everything yeah. is down, altcoins are down 70 to 90 percent. Yeah, so I mean, everything looks like a great buy, but at the same time, like psychologically, people need to understand we're still going down. Like Bitcoin yeah. is making its little run, but it's led to alts bleeding more and a lot of people are 90 percent back in alts and they're down 30 40 just in the past two weeks right well, so, we all caught that it. little
0: pump fake you know everyone mm-hmm. i think thought that the uh the alt cycle was coming so you'd see people start to ladder into alts prematurely and then we get the you know the big green candle from king bitcoin that just absolutely bled the alts out for people so people yeah. that were dca and uh, you know dollar cost averaging in uh, that were maybe you know down five to eight percent in a bag now or down You know 40 50 60 percent in a bag because it seems like they just have that o- Yeah,
2: you're right and it's okay to be that way too I'm not saying you know There's a perfect time to buy in and I didn't buy in all my alts right now, so I'm smart however a lot of people for those people that are in hopefully you realize why you got into those positions and I'm hoping a lot of those positions weren't short-term because a yeah. lot of the plays right now are, you know, I believe getting into your long term plays, averaging into those and being patient with it because that's the problem. Everybody gets so basically horny and they want to make all these <laughs> they they make all these gains to make all these gains, but it's like, bro, you just gotta chill out, relax, let the market be the market. And you know how many like I don't sleep when I'm all in alt. Like, I don't know about <laughs> you guys, but stress. I, yeah, it's good to just. This is the time to relax, learn things you don't know. If you don't know how to chart, chart, you know, learn it, ask questions. But so, Sky, with uh, you know
0: you being the the master shitcoin researcher that you developed into, uh, <laughs> what are what are some of the things that you look at when you're when you're looking to potentially get into one of those like grimy, low cap, unpumped, no one's really talking about it yet? What are some of the fundamentals that you look for before entering a trade?
1: Yeah, and um, I'd like to give a quick shout out to Crypto Bulldog. He's um, on Twitter. Sure. Hopefully, He'll be coming on the podcast soon. He is by far the best um, fundamental analysis researcher I've came across. Um, he's just a really cool dude hoping to get to chat with him soon. But a couple of things I've learned from him. Good
0: plug. Um,
1: <laughs> a couple of things I've just uh, you know picked up on my own. I think number one, and it's something that people really overlook. It's how the actual the token economics, the actual economics of the token of the coin. Is there an actual use use case for the token? Is it just a masternode coin, where it's just being used to raise capital for whoever's whoever is behind it, or is there an actual you know use case like um, you know Restart Energy, um, tag MWAT, a coin I really like, um, project I like. Absolutely. Um, You can, you know, use their token, their coin to actually purchase energy to start your own, you know, franchise to sell energy. Uh, So, I mean, there's an actual use case. They've got partnerships. So the first thing I I look for is token economics. um, That includes pre-mine and and then ultimately what the token is used for. The second thing I look for is the actual team. Um, You're not investing in the coin or the project. You're investing in the team behind it who are actually developing things, who are marketing it, who are making connections. You know, those are the those are who you're actually investing in the actual team. Um, you know, LinkedIn, you know, checking out the team's webpage, obviously great tools for that. Um, and then the I would say the third thing would be the actual community for a lot of these low caps. Their fundamentals aren't going to be 10 out of 10 right off the bat. They're not going to have that perfect white paper, the perfect token economic explanation it's going to be kind of trusting the community trusting the early devs to see how much progress they're going to make progress is a huge huge bonus especially in a bearish market if you have a coin that are constantly releasing updates constantly making progress in the roadmap that is a very positive sign um, so i like to hop in the discord you know telegram just ask some simple questions you know hey you know why should i buy this token you know what's it used for um, you know talk to the devs see what they're working on. Um, so, those are probably the three biggest things I look for.
2: Yeah, that's huge, man. I mean, the, the team is a big one too, right? Because yeah. when you're making an investment in a company, it's like, who who's the CEO here? Who's steering the ship? Yeah. And that'll give you a huge idea and indicator to see if you should invest in that stock. I mean, if Mark Zuckerberg's coming on the blockchain, I'm probably getting in the ICO. <laughs> like, I don't know about <laughs> you guys, cool. yeah. but, uh, But leading into our next question, how has your strategy changed and what was it when you started? How has it evolved?
1: Yeah, I would say, you know, when I first started out, it was probably even more long term than I am now. Um, Oh,
2: that's interesting.
1: Yeah, it's something that's kind of funny when you ask that. It it just kind of turned, uh, you know, made wheels, you know, start turning in my head. But um, I would think. I would think the, you know, probably the, the biggest change has been I've actually utilized Bitcoin more. Um, when I first started out, I was almost solely in alts um, and I've started to, and, and that was purely from a standpoint of wanting to gain capital, wanting to, you know, create capital um, and not worrying about preserving it because I had a smaller amount invested. I wasn't worried about losing it. I wanted to, you know, obviously create capital. Um, and now, you know, I'm in a position where I have a little more capital created. I want to preserve it as well as create it. Um, so I've been utilizing Bitcoin more to hedge against, obviously, alts. Um, I, would say, I would say that's definitely the biggest change. I've also kind of learned to swing trade a bit. Um, so when I do have a coin that I really like, it runs, you know, 15, 20 percent. I sell that coin. I sell a percentage of it, maybe 25 percent of, you know, my stack when it has a 10% run. And and then that gives me opportunities to buy back in later. And and that's another way to increase, you know, the accumulation of the token.
2: Does your strategy change with that? Those 15 percenters, because I know some people, they'll change their strategy, you know, mid run or, you know, depending how the market cycle for Bitcoin is going. And I think some people get tripped up with that. They'll actually have a bona fide strategy. And then they let their emotions take over and then they're completely emotionally trading from then forward. Exactly. Do, you have a, do you have a pretty strict strategy?
1: Um, I wish I could say I did. Um, I'm in the process of kind of ironing out my strategy.
2: As we all are, I think. So. Yeah, yeah.
1: And it's something I'm kind of really focused on developing right now. Um, it's something i spend a lot of more of my time researching and actually finding the coins and now I'm to the point where you know I like where I've at. I've got a nice list of alts that I really like, and I'm looking for in the bullish market. So now I'm kind of taking the time to develop, you know, my own strategy how I want to play the bull, how I want to play the bullish market, um, you know, and 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 things of that nature.
0: What is this bullish market you speak of? <laughs> I, I'm starting to think it's like a unicorn. Do do they really exist? <laughs> Not this funny, <laughs> um,
1: It's it's crazy. Yeah. I, I hope, well, we, uh, I hope we'll see one soon. We'll, we'll have to find out. Yeah. It's coming. It's coming, guys. Well, yeah, and I mean, so I guess there's opportunities
0: real. to make money no matter what. Right. So the beautiful thing about crypto is we can make money as the market moves up. We can make money as the market moves down. Yeah. Uh, so there's and always there's
1: something, a- uh, you know, buddy, altcoin cycle on Twitter um, pointed mm-hmm. out. Ethereum is kind of the leader of all alts. Um, and so I've kind of been holding in Bitcoin and a bit of Ethereum. To kind of see when ethereum settles out i know i'm sure you guys are are familiar with the channel ethereum to bitcoin Mm -hmm. um so when that kind of settles out and and we start to see ethereum you know kind of gain some momentum that's probably when i will kind of start to enter back into alts and kind of start accumulating i have been a bit but i've kind of slowed it down the past couple weeks um with with the bitcoin movement just to kind of preserve bitcoin value um and then, and then I'll slowly get back into alts once I th- see a Ethereum turn. So, yeah,
0: and I mean, I mean hopefully, hopefully, Ethereum's getting pretty close, pretty close to the bottom.
1: bottom. Yeah, let's hope so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, uh, you know, jumping into to the next question, I know that uh, you mentioned, you know, some of these alts that you're looking at. Are there any that you would care to shill while you're on here? Anything you like to talk about that shill you, you really like above <laughs> others out
1: there? yeah um i'll limit it to three just so i, I don't get crucified too much but uh um, sure, hold on let me uh <laughs> I'm, I'm
0: gonna bring up kucoin and Binance real quick go ahead continue <laughs> uh,
1: so the first one something i mentioned um earlier restart energy cash tag mwat um obviously energy uh they're based out of romania but they've already actually uh created multiple you know um I guess store you know, energy franchises in uh, France and a couple other places in Europe and mm-hmm. are expanding to Asia uh, next year and then hopefully North America the following year. Um, the second would be Sophia TX. Um, something I'm really interested in as far as a sector, I kind of like to limit my research to sectors. I'm really interested how blockchain and business will mix. Um, I think that's where blockchain has the biggest ability to really change, you know, the world, you know, to really make a lot of progress is actually in business. Um, Absolutely. So TX is a business platform, um, a little bit of supply chain mixed in there, business solutions um, on the blockchain. And they just really do a good job of building their product, building their team, and not focusing so much on marketing it right now because they're trying to build something for the long term. A lot of these coins are trying to create hype, doing airdrops, doing all this stuff to get their name out there. In short term, yeah, it's successful. But long term, they don't actually have a product built. They don't have, you know, they don't even have their own blockchain. So, right. is, I mean, it's just crazy to to invest a lot of money in a project that's been around for a year and doesn't have their own blockchain network. That's just crazy to me. Um, Absolutely.
2: Most companies just want to, they're just thinking short term, right? Exactly. Even though this is definitely a long term investment in space i mean you could obviously make short-term plays but everybody should be looking at the long term for sure well and you also have to
0: think how much new money is in the market right now you know when when there's new money entering the market it makes sense to actually market to that new money but right now it's just a bunch of us degenerates that have been here since i mean i would say the newest money came in in the you know the early spring, so we basically know the projects that are out there, and it just seems to be the same 300 billion circulating from project to project. That's a great
2: point. No, that's a great point because all we have is to just chirp and talk crap about all these projects, yeah, or yeah. this one's good or not. But in a in a bear market, any if the, even if, when there's good news, it just gets shut down. It yeah. doesn't matter. And then if it's a bull run, there could be a tweet.
1: <laughs> and it'll, it'll, pump a coin. but
2: like that's true. What do you think of that Sophia, that bot they got going on? The oh
1: my gosh, she's scary. <laughs> you
2: like have the, the robot, <laughs> you have the talking robots
1: over there. It's, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's pretty interesting. But, um, so what's that third project, guy? Oh, yeah. Um, hacking would be mm-hmm. uh, the third one. tag HKN. Um, I know it's on KuCoin. I they not pulling up KuCoin. Um,
0: I just meant to market by whatever your picks were.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, it is cyber security for the blockchain obviously that's um, two you know very bullish sectors you know outside of blockchain cybersecurity security it's obviously growing um, bigger and bigger and something that really caught me when i was looking into the project first of all the market cap i mean the market cap is tiny i mean it's a, five it's and a, a half big. million yeah i mean it's it's, it's tiny and it's if my you kind of play the website, right there exactly it's really i mean it's really well designed Something I think people overlook is how nice is the website? I just kind of get a feeling if I like a coin or not when I first pull up the website. Um, But their team, their their teams very, their devs and the CEO are actually um, members of European military uh, cybersecurity units. So you would have to think that they would probably be pretty talented (laughs) in the cybersecurity field if they're actually, you know, full time military you know, in that sector. So that's another one I really like and um, I'm pretty impressed by They also have a a coin burn system, um, something similar to Binance with the the coin burn. Um, And I've heard talks of Restart Energy, uh, maybe implementing a coin burn slash maybe masternode system, um, another point that I was kind of excited about for them. Um, But the Hacken does have a burning uh, system, which is, you know, another cool little detail
0: their their entry to the market was kind of cool i know they were they jumped on a couple of bug bounty programs right off the bat uh and they they blasted into the market i know that was in april may when they started to get mentioned a lot more uh so i'm excited to see what comes from that m watts a favorite of mine so yeah uh yeah and then sophia tx i know um that's uh leo's leo's a total I fan i like i'm of that doing write-up so. on
2: that right now <laughs> <laughs> yes sir
0: so yeah i mean they're they're Right now, it seems like everything, everything looks like a good buy, right? Yeah. Like we're at a point right now where a bottomed out chart is almost a scary thing because you never know where the bottom really is. You know, yeah. you see, you see like Track Origin Trail, it completely bottomed out, um, and then it continued to go lower. It actually, I think last week, it touched below ICO price. Uh, which is exciting I think it's a good project it's you know
1: and, that, and again that's a coin with good fundamentals and that right. just kind of goes back to you know what we were talking about earlier just I mean market cycles rule like there's nothing you can do <laughs> That's right
0: so dude I think you know as as far as the space goes you are you are a positive voice uh, I know that in in this space especially and just as you continue to evolve um, you're going to make a huge impact. When it comes to the space overall, what's something that you, you just absolutely love about it?
1: Yeah, I think probably my favorite thing um, in the space is actually, I guess, uh, meeting new people and, and kind of helping them start their journey. Um, I've, I've had multiple people, you know, through DMs um, and on Twitter, you know, kind of ask me, I, I want to get into crypto. I've listened to maybe an episode or, or so of your podcast, but I don't know where to start. I, I really like building um, I, I like building businesses. I like building followings. That's just really interesting to me. So I like kind of giving them a, a platform to build on and to kind of go out into the crypto space, and you know hopefully succeed and move on. So that's something. The most interesting part of the space to me is how you know relatively early we are and how you know we have the chance to really build something special. I would say that's definitely the most interesting thing to me.
2: Yeah, that's huge. That's a huge one. Same thing for Whitney and I, I think we all come from the entrepreneurial background, right? Yeah. So you just, I mean, from me, not coming from much personally, it's like, what could I make out of nothing? Right. Yeah. So from this, from being really young for myself, I was detailing boats and understanding the entrepreneurial realm and just any way to make money. So same thing with crypto. When you get in, you think, oh man, this is so tough. Um, where do I look? Where do I start? Um, who do I follow? This is discouraging. But really, just like anything, you just you just learn as quick as you can. And uh, it's it's really good to have people like you, especially your positivity. That's huge in this space. Having these positive people, especially the people who captivate the audiences and have the media and have the followings you know we see these some of these big accounts that are kind of you know they don't necessarily help out people getting into the space but i think a big thing is helping people out that want to get in and just showing the way and paving the way for them you know
1: and that's ultimately going to develop the space and continue to improve it i mean that's another you know positive reason you know to do so
2: yeah, you can't have just negative people, especially. There's so many people who just sit there and talk crap. Well, hey, <laughs> like you have a following of a hundred thousand. If you're talking crap, your hundred thousand people aren't happy. Yeah. You know, you paint well, a picture for the space, kind of. Yeah, and it'll it'll continue
0: to mature. The yep. I, I think the, the really neat thing here is that I mean, dude, Sky, when you when you bought your first coin or when you entered your first trade, where were you? Sixteen. <laughs> no, I mean, not, not like not, that's not a negative thing, but like you were like you were. Yeah, I
1: was, I was 17. Yeah.
0: yeah, that's that's amazing to yeah. think that at 17, I mean, of course, you can start a business and you can do all of those things. But I mean, to to make life change, to be able to make life changing money at you know, 16, 17, 18 years old, it is a very rare thing. I don't care who you're yeah. talking to or what anyone says. And crypto yeah. levels that playing field to where. If you're able to, if you can read and you can interact with other people, not to dumb it down to that level, but I mean, then you have the ability to research. And to be honest, I think people that are, you know, between 18 and 24 are probably going to be a little bit better at picking some of these plays than people who are, you know, forty to fifty, who may be a little bit more out of touch with what's what's actually going on in the world. So, uh, and I, I guess I should say, what's going on in the in the tech space, right? Yeah. I know there are some very knowledgeable forty and fifty year olds who have every idea of what's going on in the world. So I don't want to. Well,
2: that's you know, true too. Ends the wrong and way, pe- but yeah, people go slow too. You think of those older traders <laughs> that are used to market cycles that, for some stocks, are and maybe have never Decades. had a market cycle. Yeah, yeah right. So we're crypto to have market cycles in a couple months' time. Some of these young guns, like I mean, me personally, that was my favorite thing was knowing that my competition was researching and doing everything that I was doing in the same we had the same time frame. Whether you were in crypto for a year or a month, like when the market cycle happened, it didn't matter who you were. It it mattered what you were able to take in the information where Bitcoin's price is where the alts are, the news at the same time. And then when a move would happen, the ability to pivot on a dime, possibly change your strategy completely and then move forward from there. So it doesn't matter where you came from. That's what's great about this space is you could comp- You could become successful in this space with just the will and want to learn and have a different life for yourself. And it's so cool to have that, right?
1: Literally, if, if you have an internet connection and you can reach Google, <laughs> you, can, you can change your life. I mean, it's crazy, you know, True. what you can find and what you can research and, and learn. I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm an example. I, I had no connections in the stock market and crypto. You know, I, I found, you know, I had a buddy who got me into it. I, I obviously looked up a bunch of stuff, researched a bunch of stuff. And then, you know, I was on my way from there. And something I wanted to touch on, you mentioned, you know, just kind of the younger generation being in the tech space. I think it's so funny how, you know, someone like me or my, or my you know, 10-year-old brother can operate an iPhone, but, you know, someone like a 40-year-old, you know, guy with a college degree, you know, has trouble just taking a picture. You know, he's, he's sitting there, you know, tapping it with his finger. I'm sure everyone's seen, you know, yep. something like that. So I'm really interested to see kind of how this younger generation Everything's so quick. It's immediate. You know, everything's so quick from, you know, transactions on the Internet to watching, you know, live streams, playing video games. I'm interested to see kind of how this new generation adopts cryptocurrency um, and just where it goes. I think ease of access is the one thing that crypto really needs to develop for that younger generation to, you know, really uh, take hold of it. So you know, you have a ten-year-old brother. I've got a three-year-old daughter.
0: My three-year-old daughter can pick up my locked iPhone, unlock it, take a picture of herself, and text that picture to her mom, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. and she can't she can't read yet, but she knows because I have a little emoji next to my wife's name. She knows that that emoji is mom's phone number. It's crazy yeah. to think that like things are so accessible. Uh, and you know, there's there's a pretty widely known social concept. Whatever whatever people. Uh, find general consensus on when they're you know 18 to 24 that's what will become the norm yeah 20 years in the future because if you think about it people who are 18 or 24 now 20 years they're 38 to 44 they're running the country they're determining policy they're determining what what goes where so uh, you're absolutely right man so um you know that's obviously something that's exciting about the space and uh you know a part that you you fit well into um but what's one thing that that you see the need for change on, or that you just absolutely dislike about uh, Twitter? Twitter, crypto, Twitter. I love how I love whole, how
2: everything. I love how Twitter is the first thing you say. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it just seems to be the 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 it source is. of most negativity in this. In this oh, place. it is. It's a drama.
1: I, I would say just, and it's exactly what you guys just said. Just the negativity, and, and not even that, but just some people care more about how other people are trading than what they're actually doing. And I hate that mindset. I hate caring about what someone else has or what someone else is doing and not worrying or focusing on what you have the ability to do. I mean, there are people out there trying to bash other names, you know, other influencers who, you know, maybe were not in a great situation and started to receive money in crypto. You know, it it might, it may be their income stream. And then you have, you know, someone here is trying to make a name for himself attack someone else for shilling a coin that, you know, dropped 10% because we're in a bearish market. I just hate that attitude. It's something I don't like to get into. I don't like to get into arguments with people because I want to bring more of a positive, you know, like we're we're talking about more of a positive influence on people because this is such an amazing opportunity. I don't want it to be ruined for someone by, you know, a negative figure just, you know, speaking out of his mouth. That's something I hate. For sure. Well, I mean, yeah, uh,
0: we've, that's, we've fortunately got a recording of you shilling three coins. So <laughs> yeah, anything go wrong, we'll just hold that over your head indefinitely. So watch <laughs> out, buddy. Watch
2: out. Yeah, I saw the other day. It was a great tweet. Somebody was like, what did he say? He was like, if you are always negative and looking for negativity or just looking for negativity, you'll find it. You know, there's yeah. people who literally just go on other people's accounts exactly. just to shit on them. And it's like, well, what are you, you're looking for? That you got it, and now you're even more mad, right? Well, it's it's like with
0: anything, right? If you, no matter where you are, if you're the kind of person that all you like, you live in a town, and all you think is, man, the people around here really suck. You're probably the one that sucks, right? So, yeah. I mean, we have to first look in the mirror before. Yep. And usually, the the cliche is that hurting people hurt people, right? So, people who are in a in a funk or in a bad place mentally, or maybe they just got there. Got their butt kicked or got got wrecked on a trade. They're the people that are looking to throw shade because they. I mean, another cliche: misery loves company, right? All of these things they become these cliche sayings because they're like there's truth to them, you know. So and,
1: and another thing, if you you know just blindly follow you know some cartoon character's tweets on what to invest your ten thousand dollars in, you probably need to take some time and you know change kind of your mindset before you start attacking someone else. Hey, you
2: easy, know. buddy. That's how I started, all right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. how I bought $3 Ripple. <laughs> if you're following CNBC crypto, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah.
2: The ultimate counter trade account. <laughs> yeah. But no, you're you're right.
0: You're right. I mean, people have to take some responsibility over their own actions. Uh, And if you were to like, if you were to just ask someone, right, if they weren't familiar with crypto, Twitter, they weren't familiar with the space. If you were just to say, "Hey, there's a person out there who you don't know their real name, you don't know their occupation, you don't know their education level or their level of income, you have no idea what their results in life are, but they are going to give you advice on a ten thousand dollar (laughs) trade." you think it'd be a good idea to follow that advice? Like no one would say yes, right? Yeah, exactly. But it's something about the the overwhelming stupidity that that comes from crowd mentality when you're on a, a social media platform where people think it's cool, you know? So, um, I mean, it is what it is. I, I think that everyone has done it at some point in time. And, you know, because of FOMO and emotion, we'll probably do it again at some
2: and point. It and makes, it makes sense too to want to follow. You're like, oh my gosh, this guy is so successful. If I just follow his trade, I'm going to be rich. That's what I thought. Yeah. I was following, I don't remember what accounts it was when I started, but I would just follow their account. I would see their success. At least in my head, I would have like a fabricated amount of success that this Twitter anomaly had. How rich and I would follow their, tr- it. I remembered that. It was like, it was in my head as if it was real, right? And it was completely made up in my head. But I, mean, I have a question along with that. So, Sky, you know, obviously you're a, uh, you 're a big
0: personality uh, on Twitter and growing uh, but when it comes to like some of the guys that you shouted out right uh, when they make a call are you interacting with them are you you know sending them a message are you looking to get more details on why they like what they like how what does that process look like for you
1: so as far as coins uh, the main thing i use you know the twitter personalities twitter figures for is actually finding new projects to research not new projects maybe to invest in but new projects to research yes. I, I really think twitter is the best tool out there for finding new projects to research <laughs> i keep saying it but it's such an impor- it's such an important point absolutely I mean, you know some like you know nita coin he he mentioned a coin Um, You know, and it's in his 10 bags for July. And and instead of just going, you know, to Binance to these exchanges and buying those 10 bags, I went one by one, researched them, found what I liked. And I ended up finding one super low market cap. I really liked and I invested in it. I I think that's really the approach that people and it's a it's a learning curve to to not just blindly follow someone who seems successful, you know, in, in our minds, you know, like we talked about. But to actually take that next step and do your own research, like everyone says, um, and then, you know, you have the responsibility to make that trade or investment. It's great. Yeah. Man. Well, yeah, so that's,
2: that's no, absolutely. When you get into those trades, too, that's you're exactly right. It's that learning curve like, oh, I just put five thousand dollars in a trade because somebody I have no clue who they are, told me to and they have a big following. I just took a 70% loss on that trade because I actually didn't believe in that stock or company whatsoever. And then it's like, oh, wait, uh, I made that investment, not him. I think I should learn from this and grow, you know.
1: And another point to mention, you know, these people are, you know, posting a picture of when to buy the coin. You don't know when they're actually selling the coin. You don't know, you know, their sell targets, you know, what levels they're watching as far as selling. Um, yeah, that, and, 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 that's and you're
0: assuming that they bought it when they say that you should buy it.
1: Exactly. A, a lot of people who show coins, and this is not a, a bash to anyone. I mean, it's a smart idea. Accumulate a coin and then shill it. I mean, it's well known. I mean, a lot of mm-hmm. people are doing that. Um, but as far as you know, you get in there, you do your research, you find the coin you like, you invest into it. Then you learn, you know, where to set your, your cell levels, you know, what your targets are. It just helps you learn. It helps speed up that learning curve, you know, taking your responsibility.
0: Yeah. And you know, what helps me is if you, cause shilling, I think you're right. Shilling is a great way to find new projects. That's probably my number one source of information yeah. to start digging because there's so many people that are looking at so many different things. Uh, and it allows me to get, get in there and, and dig in the dirt cause there's no way you're going to cover all the projects on your own. Um, But i think if people were to just eliminate eliminate the word shill and start calling people front runners it would give them a little bit better perspective yeah right because when people are front running on a trade that's what they're doing they're buying before they're telling you to buy knowing that when you buy the price pumps they can then sell they don't necessarily have to dump on people because the price could continue to run but more often than not they are the person on the other side of those those entries so you know, I think that it just it's how we label things, how we carry ourselves, and how we think If you can change that a little bit. There's a lot of success to be had. Um, and that's speaking a of
2: point, no, but- that's a great point. The word shill, because I personally use it in a way that I don't like using it anymore. I literally just realized that yesterday I was like, I need to stop saying shill because <laughs> I would use it in a context that wasn't sounding right. I would I, it was like, hey, talk about this coin. I would say, hey, shill it to me. Yeah. When like no, don't do that. I just we get, realized. We can't, we can't put it on the
0: naughty list, though, man. Shills, fantastic. Shills, it's it. like, you're right. <laughs> I don't no, know what I would it. do without having the shills. Let's, let's That's the one thing that I like. I fear the most when when everyone's bashing all these people for mentioning projects. I'm just like, man, shut up. I don't want them to go anywhere. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Let them continue to pump their bags. That'll at least give me. Some ideas for upcoming trades. I got but like you said. Family a, and all kinds yeah. of other
2: stuff. I don't have time to, you know, but spend like hours you said, a day digging. Yeah. Like you said, there's a difference in like saying, hey, look at this coin or hey, buy this coin because 100%. I was accumulating for you. I think you could even you'll you'll be able to read the context in which they mean. It's pretty Absolutely. simple. Like and a lot so, of these
1: Yeah, go ahead. And something that I've kind of found is, you know, the old saying, you know, put your money where your mouth is. It, mm-hmm. If I tweet a coin. I, I'm saying, you know, I'm buying this coin. I'm researching this coin. I, I'm actually participating in the buying or researching of the coin. Skin of the game. Based, exactly. And I, I think people have got to realize that if a person you're following, they may be, you know, shilling a coin. But if they're heavily invested in it, if they're interacting with the team, if they're researching it, I mean, that those are all positive things. I mean, those are all good signs that you should hop in, do your research, and and, and then invest in it or not. But, yeah
0: so dude one thing that we always like to ask people that come on the show uh and it's gotten a great response to this point uh, we love to get a better understanding of why people do what they do so uh maybe a little bit of a deeper question feel free to take time to unpack it um but why why is it that you continue to to produce crypto content you're continuing to i believe you're you're you know going to study finance so you can continue in the space in a bigger way why are you choosing this for your life why uh, why have you chosen the path
1: yeah that's actually a really cool question um I might have to steal it I'm not sure yet <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but but yeah seriously um, <laughs> fi- like I, like I mentioned earlier it's financial freedom is just the one thing in my mind that if I can't live you know if I have to live without I just won't be happy I won't be at peace you know I won't be able to sleep at night um, I don't want to go wake up at eight o'clock in the morning, drive to work, and come back home at six. I, I hate that idea of working a nine to five, of working for a boss, of actually making someone else rich and not making myself rich. I, I just hate that whole idea, and I feel like crypto, you know, with the whole decentralized attitude and just the whole, you know, disrupting, you know, the the financial sector. I'm just really, really interested in that, and that's kind of. You know, produce the content. I've really, really enjoyed it. It's funny. I, I got into crypto to be, you know, more of a VC avenue to maybe, you know, work for a hedge fund, work, to start a hedge fund, and and then I kind of got on the content kick. I really, really enjoy creating content and helping other people, you know, kind of achieve that same mind. I know a lot of people. It's something I went through. You know, I didn't have a resource that I really liked that I really wanted to learn from and grow with. Um, so I'm trying to kind of provide that for for other people who, you know, who are new to the space. But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, like I keep saying financial freedom, I want the ability to travel. I want the ability to buy nice things, you know, to invest. I love creating wealth. I love building businesses. It's just something I really enjoy and I love. Um, And I want to have the ability to see the world and and not have a schedule not have to show up, you know, Monday 9 AM at an office.
0: It's awesome, man. Yeah. The, I think most people don't take time to really consider what financial freedom is? Um, yeah. You know, one of my early mentors in life, uh, he he would say it all the time. You know, time is the currency of achievement. Time is the currency of achievement. Yeah. You're not going to be on your deathbed wishing for another hundred k, right? You yeah. wanna you wanna have that that time, and until you free free yourself from the nine to five, right? You don't get to experience life to its fullest. Um, so that's awesome, dude. I think that I mean you'll you'll definitely do it. You're definitely. I mean. I I would I would venture a guess to say that by the time you graduate college, uh, you
2: won't you won't have needed to have finished. But yeah, (laughs) I want to chime in on that, too, because that's an important thing. Like you're in a very young entrepreneur right now. Yeah. And you're understanding like I have and Whitney before me that like a lot of people are like, why are you working so hard? What are you doing this all for? Like, are you greedy? You want to be rich? i'm like i don't want to be rich it's that money allows you to be free exactly and it's about the freedom to do what you want and for me personally it's also helping people and i know whitney already mentors people personally so it's that freedom the freedom to do what you want like we're good people right so empower us (laughs) you know we have fun we have fun But you know what I mean? Like you want you you want the money to be able to do what you want and not be stuck in this, you know, you are a job. Like people are more than a job. We're more than what we do, right? Like That's we have personalities, we like to do things, you know. Well, I mean, being an entrepreneur is a disease, right? So if you've yeah. ever been like I grew up I grew up in
0: Ohio, right? And I love I love the Midwest. I got nothing bad to say. I think that a Midwestern work ethic is second to none. Um, but I think that, you blue, know, blue collar, baby. Yeah. Well, you know, I grew up in a, a very hardworking family. Yeah. Uh, but if you look at all of my siblings, I, I'm the, I'm the only one that caught the bug, right? All of them are fine to go and and punch a clock and make whatever money they make and have their life dictated to them. And, you know, for me, it's repulsive. Like I, I struggle, like the only way that I've ever been able to keep a job is if I'm an independent contractor
2: because I set my own schedule, right? So. No, I know exactly what you mean. It's a good point. I'm the same way. And you almost wonder like how aren't people that way sometimes? <laughs> like I you know, I'm like, man, we you can do so much. You could have eight jobs. You could have like you can the sky is the limit where you can travel and you know, the harder you work and just being nice to people, people think like it just just be nice and do a lot of things and it'll lead to something and you figure out what you don't want to do on the way. That's the most important thing I've, I've learned in life is what do I not want to do? And I'm really not going to do that.
1: And and I think entrepreneurship puts, you know, your money, your time, it, it puts it in your hands. You know, Correct. your work ethic dictates how successful you're going to be. And, and that's, I think, the most exciting part about it.
0: Absolutely, man. Well, dude, it's been, it's been awesome getting to talk to you. Um, you have, I mean, you think in a way that uh, I'm excited to to see more people thinking the way that you think uh and just the work that you're putting out the content that you're creating it is all fantastic um is there anything that you would like to like to to say or i mean the the floor is yours man is there any you know closing thoughts you'd like to pass along
1: yeah well first of all i just want to say you know thanks for having me on um i have to say i'm really impressed by what you guys are doing um i've listened to you know your episode with peter and obviously coming on here you guys are killing it um thanks man I'll do whatever I can to help support you. You know, I love seeing other, you know, podcasts, um, you know, other crypto podcasts. And you guys do a great job. So um, first of all, thank you. Um, You know, second of all, I think just something I, you know, we talked about it. I like to just, you know, tell people, I mean, take this opportunity and really go for it. Like, don't just sit there and maybe trade for 30 minutes a day and then, you know, hope you're going to be a millionaire in a couple months. Like, take this opportunity it's such an amazing opportunity to really create wealth and really create freedom for yourself. I mean, take it, like grab the bull by the horns and just go for it. Like, don't be afraid to put out content. If you like to write, if you like to make videos, I mean, go for it. Like, don't just sit there. There's never going to be a perfect time to start. You know, sometimes you just got to jump in. You're not going to know how cold the water is, but you just got to jump in and start swimming. Like you've got to start somewhere. Um, So that would be just the one thing I would want to tell people like, you have a dream, if you have a goal, or something you want to achieve, just start now and just go for it.
0: It's fantastic, man. Uh Leo, is there anything that you'd like to
2: like to say before we wrap things up here? Yeah, I just want to say that I'm glad to have you on, bro. It was cool uh watching your podcast. I mean, the reason why we asked you to be on here was because of your podcast and your attitude towards the space and just positivity in general. That's what attracted me to send you that DM in the first place, right? And now here we are talking crypto, talking life. It's it's what this is all about. This is what I'm doing it for personally, you know. Yep. So pleasure to have you on, buddy. You know, we'll stay in touch going forward and it's been fun.
0: Yeah, man. Thanks so much. Uh it's it's always it's always good to get to get to talk to someone who who not only knows their stuff, but also uh carries himself in a positive way. So uh, keep doing what you're doing. I'm gonna go ahead and close things out here but it's been an awesome opportunity to have you on we really appreciate you coming on the show uh guys for those of you who don't already uh make sure that you follow crypto sky at on twitter at the crypto sky uh i'm sure that he would appreciate that and i know that he is uh he's a great person to follow you'll get some good insight and obviously you will get to hear his podcast when it comes out do you release that um once a week is there a certain day uh, once a week every tuesday boom there you go guys so check it out check him out he is making some moves got some great guests on uh, upcoming and he's had some really great shows over the past few weeks so uh, without further ado thanks guy we appreciate you coming on we're going to go ahead and close it off